0: Hey friends, welcome to the ADHD Boss Podcast. I'm Ellen Argo and my mission is to help you make more money with self-trust and more fun this year in your business with your ADHD brain. If you are looking for ways to empower your brain, scale your business, and have more fun, please subscribe to this podcast. Hey guys, I just wanted to start off with some gratitude. I am so grateful. We have a lot of you that check in on this podcast as soon as we drop it. You're so loyal and I really, I've been continuing to get lots of feedback that it's helping you a lot. So one, thank you for telling me that it's helping you. That is my purpose and it is inspiring to keep going. And two, I'm so glad that I get to be a part of your journey and help you create an entirely new outcome. And that's exactly what today's podcast is about. It's about creating new outcomes every single day. And I want to be clear before we really start this podcast today is we can be really happy with where we are. Most of us, we can find places where we're like, hey, there's always change and always places to get better, right? We don't, we can be happy where we are and also want to grow and get even better, It's not one or the other. We don't have to be miserable and create change or be happy and never want to grow again. And that is definitely a thought loop that I've heard a lot of my clients say when we do our initial... Appointment, we do like, Hey, where are you at on the spectrum? So we can kind of define where we should focus for you, where what we need to focus on to get you to your ultimate outcome. And a lot of people are afraid to give it a high number because they don't want to close their mind into not wanting to grow. So that's a little bit of a tangent, but today we are going to dive into the power of choice and destiny. So it's going to be a really awesome 30 minutes as we travel through this transformation journey. And I'm so excited to go with you. Have you ever wondered why in your current place that you're in, why certain things happen while others remain distant dreams? Today, let's understand the profound role our choices play in shaping our destiny. The first one is the mechanics of our choices that we make. So every single choice that we make, no matter how trivial, how small it is, it will set out a chain of events. Missing the morning's alarm can mean skipping breakfast, which also is probably you missing your workout. You miss that moving your body in the sun, which for sure can affect our mood, our energy and our productivity throughout the day. Like we know this, this is factual, especially if you do have ADHD if you aren't moving your body, we're not getting that dopamine hit in the morning. We aren't connecting our bodies to the sun. We're not igniting our brain and we're not getting our jitters out so that we can sit down and hyper Choices are not just about the immediate effects. In this world that we live in, we want things now, right? But choices and habits are built and compounded over time. If you regular, regularly skip your workout, It's not just today's energy levels that you're messing with, but you're also affecting your long-term health and well-being. When you don't start the habit now, and when you say, oh, just today, you're building the muscle of, oh, I'm just going to skip it just for today, right? We, two months from now, six months from now, nine months from now, I went from not ever running more than 200 meters to running an Ironman in 14 months. Think about if you decided to start today, where could you be in 14 months? Now it's unraveling some of the patterns that are keeping us from taking that action, from creating that goal in the 14 months because we're creatures of habit. When these habits are keeping us tethered to the same place, making us feel stuck, in this loop, it's definitely time to introspect. It's time to reflect on what you are doing, what thoughts you are thinking that are causing you to make the same choices and expect different outcomes. I want you to realize, hey, this is not wishful thinking. It is a call to action. It is your conscience shaking you on the shoulder saying, wake up. Now we have the power to shift gears. As soon as we recognize that, as soon as we recognize that we want a different outcome, we shift gears. Bam, I have control of the situation. I can now shift gears. Some people might think it's daunting, but here's the inspiring part. You have the power to change direction. It's just like driving. If you see that you're headed towards a dead end, you wouldn't keep speeding up you would turn your car around. And turning around doesn't mean reinventing your entire life overnight. So many people think that, right? If I'm gonna be healthy, if I'm gonna do an Ironman, if I'm going to lose 10 pounds, I can never look at chocolate. I will never be able to go out and hang out with friends. I will never be able to do blah, 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 blah. Or I can't do that, I don't know how. These are the things that create daunting, I don't know how is probably the number one thought that will come up that will shut you down. Remember, I've talked about this a lot, but I don't know makes things so daunting, right? But take those small daily actions. And when your brain says, I don't know, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to turn the car around. I don't know if there's actually a cliff over there. Remember and ask yourself, what do I know right now? Pause, breathe, and open your eyes. Just allow. I think a lot of times we don't see the things in front of us because our head is spinning and spiraling in this, I don't know, I'm scared. This is scary, right? And we miss when things are so simple in front of us. You can just stare at the screen and it's right there, but you look right through it because you are stuck in this emotional turmoil of I don't know. So remember, you don't have to know everything right now. You just need to know your next step. Okay, what is my next step? If I knew my next step, what would I take? Maybe it's choosing a salad over a burger. It's choosing real food that our grandparents ate, great-grandparents ate, over something highly processed, made by machines. Or is it reading a book, taking a course, instead of another hour of mindless scrolling? Did you know that the average American watches three hours of TV every single day? And so many people tell me that they don't have time To reach their goals. That is not true, my friends. Where are you placing your time? When we start new things and we have new expectations for ourselves, we are going to experience emotions. One of those emotions is we're going to experience a little bit of overwhelm. Sometimes it feels like we've been handed a bad deal. But remember, every single choice leads to an outcome. And there's immense power in how we respond to those outcomes. Every single choice that we make, is it bringing us closer to our goals or farther away from our goals? I just did this leadership meeting at the 10X Ventures community, and I sat with these amazing women. And my soul was just beaming to connect in with people that have like minds and are constantly looking and reflecting in on their on their brains and what they're creating in the world. And one of them said so simply, and I'll never forget it. She's like, I remember every single choice that I'm making. Is it getting me closer to my goal or farther away from my goal? And it was so beautifully simplified and so impactful. And I wanted you guys to hear that because even me who's been doing this for so long, I heard it in that way and it just shook me and I was just like, oh, there it is. That is so good. Anyways, just remember every single choice you make leads to an outcome. Just two more squares of chocolate. Okay, well, you can do that. What is the outcome of that? The outcome is I enjoy something for 10 seconds. Like literally, you enjoy your chocolate on your tongue for 10 seconds. If you continue to do that action, what is the outcome? We don't need to bring emotion into it, but let's be literal, right? Our brain justifies through emotion a lot of times. It drives so much desire towards this thing that we've continued to do, but we don't know the future. We don't have anything set in stone for our future, and it drives fear and uncertainty, Of course, you're not going to want to do it if you don't realize that you have fear and uncertainty. But when we separate that and we take and distill it out into the facts of, if I eat this cheeseburger right now, I am going to have taste bud pleasure for, I mean, it takes me, what, if I eat really slow, 15 minutes? Am I even paying attention while I'm scrolling? Uh, Like while I'm eating, am I scrolling on the social medias? Most of the time when my clients are binge eating, they're not paying attention to their food. They're in their brains. And the reason why they continue to eat is because they're still not satisfied because they still didn't get the taste. So we're going after something for taste, yet we eat it. We eat 1,200 calories in a sitting eating a burger and fries. And we miss the entire experience. So we need to eat more or we keep doing it. And we create this desire loop that keeps us thought spiraling. And this doesn't need to be specifically for this. This can be for every part of our life. So what is that burger and fries scenario for you in your life? And how are you justifying the actions that you are taking right now? One, because it's something that you know you can do and you've done it before, so you never have any thoughts of, I don't know how. And two, we don't question the outcomes that it's going to create in the future. We're simply reacting to the emotion of desire for that thing. So what is the first step? Change always starts with one step in front of the other whether it's signing up for a class a course maybe it's asking this person out that you've been admiring for a while or maybe you're you want to start a podcast every massive journey begins with that single sometimes super shaky excruciatingly sometimes it feels really terrible but you just do it anyways i was talking to one of my employees yesterday about going and networking And the very first time that I went out and networked and told people about my business was when I was 23 years old. I didn't have a template. I didn't have a way of doing it. I didn't even know what networking really was, but I showed up and the best way that I could learn is by showing up and failing and literally being there. And my voice was breaking and my body was shaking and I was terrified. And you know, you sit down and immediately take a drink of water because you're like, Your body's trying to self-soothe you. And I was literally, before that, I was like nauseous and terrified. And the whole, like, I think it was an hour afterwards, I was still shaking. I could not get out of the shaking. So how can you show up, decide that you're going to do something, even though you've never done it before, shake through the entire thing and hardly be able to get any words out of your mouth? and keep showing up. A year later, maybe even six months later, guess who was really confident in showing up and having conversation and making eye contact and was a much better public speaker because I did that. One of my most favorite things that I also learned over the last few weeks when I was doing all this leadership training is the difference between an introvert and an extrovert is an extrovert has practiced talking to people. An introvert is a person that doesn't practice talking to people. And when we define things for ourselves, and I've talked about this in the past, like I I like labels, not because I identify with those labels, but because that label helps me understand, it creates clarity in that first step for me. Oh, interesting. You say I have ADHD. These are the things that I now can see. I can see my blind spots because of this label. I can go through this ADHD thing and it says, you're not good at organizing. You have time blindness, blah, 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 blah. And now I have this framework where I can take responsibility. I can take that first step to being like, okay, this month or however long I'm going, I recognize I have time blindness. I'm going to take responsibility for that. What can I do now to make sure that I strengthen that time blindness weakness? What can I do now? Like for another example, I mean, honestly, after COVID, I've always been an extrovert. Always, always, always. After COVID and not needing to be around more people than just my one-on-one clients, I forgot how to communicate with people in a room. So when there was more than one person, I would shut down and get small and like didn't want to make eye contact. It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, who am I right now? It's because I lost the practice. But as soon as I went to these trainings and I had to make contact with people and I decided that I wanted to connect with them, I wanted to hold eye contact with them. I wanted that depth of relationship and I wanted to meet multiple people because I wanted to hear their stories. Also, do you hear the difference in the thoughts that I'm thinking when I go networking? I want to hear their story. The best way to connect with somebody is make them the most interesting person in the room. Don't be the most interesting person in the room. Let them be the most interesting person in the room. And then you can really learn and you can potentially help them even more, right? So take that first step. Analyze your blind spots. Be aware and know you have control over everything. Even if some piece of paper says that this is something you struggle with, you're like, hey, I also am a terrible golfer, but it's not because I was just born a terrible golfer. It's because I've never tried to golf. I actually really hate golfing. It has nothing to do with the fact that I was born hating golfing. I want you to think about the thing that you, I want you to parallel this with organizing or time or whatever your biggest struggle is right now and parallel it with this golf i hate golfing because i'm not good at it all i have to do is i practice golfing and i guarantee when i'm good at it i'm going to be a really good golfer i hate organizing because i'm not a good organizer but if i learned and studied how to organize i'd probably be a good organizer do not define yourself do not restrain yourself Take these labels, analyze them, allow it to unblind you from your blind spots, and move forward. So, as we end this very energetic, action oriented episode, let's go over some of the tools. And remember mindfulness. If we are not mindful, we will never see those labels, those blind spots, as a place to grow, as a place to learn. That's what it means to lean into them. Doesn't mean push against them. It doesn't mean shame them. It doesn't mean identify with the lack of organization, the time blindness, pause. Our Ferrari brain with bicycle brakes does not know how to pause until we teach it to pause. We're going to strengthen the pause muscle through mindfulness. Come into the present moment, And I want you to understand why you are making the choices you are making. Get out your journal, get out your notes on your iPhone, and write out these patterns and thoughts and decisions that you are making. I want you to write that on the left-hand side of your paper. All the things that you've been deciding. What are all the things that you're doing throughout the day? Just take five minutes total. So like two two minutes, left-hand side, write all the things, Pause this episode. Just brain dump everything that you do in a day. What are all the decisions you're making? And on the right-hand side, I'm gonna have you take two minutes. Look at that, you saved a minute. It's only four minutes. Two minutes on the right side. Write, why? Why am I doing this action? This will help us have clarity of our mind, help us see through future thinking by pausing in the present. The only place that we have control is in the present moment. When we're thinking about the future, we have no control over the future. We're just, we're here in the present. When you're thinking about the past, you have no control about the past because you're in the present moment. So pause, be aware, journal when things come up, when you feel that resistance, when you feel that rock in your stomach, when you feel like you're shaking, pause write it down, be aware of your thoughts. It's going to be a lot less scary once you just jump in the water or whatever example makes sense for what you are trying to do right now. All right, my friends, please screenshot this podcast, post it on your stories, share it with your friends. We are so happy with the amount of feedback we're getting and we just want to continue to change people's lives. So, I can't wait to see you next podcast. Bye, friends. If you love this podcast, we would love your review or share with a friend. If you're ready to jump in, create change, and trust your brain this year, let's jump on a complimentary coaching call. You can go to adhdboss.fun, or you can go to ellen.argo on Instagram. There is a link in my bio to book your complimentary one-on-one coaching session. I can't wait to meet you soon. Bye, friends.